what's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Q on One edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And with the Q on Ones, what I like to do is interview people. Sometimes they can be local entrepreneurs, or they could be someone um, who's doing their thing worldwide. Um, so it's an opportunity for you to get to know these people up and close and learn their story and what gave them the passion to do what they do or provide the type of service they provide. So please sit back and enjoy the show. And please be encouraged to share. A lot of people, including myself, kind of do their thing by word of mouth, you know. So the more you spread the knowledge about the show, then the more people who can tune in and grow this thing and make it bigger. And it also gives more support for the people who I bring on the show who are looking to get their product or services out to the masses. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. Entrepreneur is an understatement. Maybe mega entrepreneur is the title we'll go with here. She's a titan in the beauty industry with a passion for what she calls clean beauty. From the golden state of California, please welcome Miss Cassandra McClure to the Talk to Q radio show. Cassandra, how are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you so much for having me and what an amazing introduction. Thanks so much for taking time to do the show. Now you've done modeling, makeup, artistry, and your own mobile beauty services business. Where did it all start for you? What prompted you not only to just venture out on your own, but into this particular industry? So growing up, uh, I, I knew that I had to get a job looking at my working class family. So I did that in high school and I just knew that from then on working you know, a retail job as well as a fast food job, that that wasn't the life that I wanted to live. And so, I was, you know, super into art and beauty, got into modeling and ended up going to beauty school in LA and just pursued uh, a path in entrepreneurship. I was definitely just driven, self-motivated, and those are some qualities you, you really need to uh, work at, work for yourself and work as your own boss. And, um, I was able to do that pretty well if I say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but this wasn't you just simply looking for the next big thing. This was a change in lifestyle for you for health reasons as well. Right. I mean, how did you get introduced to the term clean beauty products? Yeah, so great question. I, I was in makeup for about 10 years um, or so, and I traveled around the world as a destination artist. I got to go and do destination bridal work all over. I got invited to Italy. I went to over 30 different countries. And I worked as an artist and um, a model as well. I lived in Dubai. I lived overseas. And then I moved back, and I moved to Palo Alto a couple of years ago in California, and I ended up after a job going into the hospital because I wasn't feeling well. And I got three different opinions. I went into a dermatologist because I was having all sorts of skin and, and issues on my head. And I was diagnosed with psoriasis. A lot of us know what that is. It's flaky, itchy scalp and you use medication to treat it. Um, I went to my allergen specialist and they diagnosed me with every allergy under the sun. They pricked my back and said, you're allergic to all these things. Get a HEPA filter, change your sheets, you know, maybe get rid of your dog. Huge life changes. And I was open to them, but 
when they said I had to come in for shots every week, I definitely didn't like that idea. And then the third thing was going into the vision doctor and I was uh, told that I had lost some of the sight in my eyes and I would need glasses to drive my car. And, you know, I was just turning 30 and I just thought, wow, all these things happen when you get old, huh? Like, this is how it is. And I just didn't like understand it because I asked my mom, I asked all my family members and they were like, well, that didn't happen to us. So I started asking questions. I started like really researching and, you know, of course you look at your profession. So I was really kind of interested in sustainability already. And I found this company called Beauty Counter and I heard the term clean beauty. I was at an event, a woman with breast cancer had told me she um, got rid of fragrance in her products because it was an allergen trigger for her. So I went home that night thinking, oh, I think I have some products with fragrance. And I looked through everything in my house and everything from laundry detergent, my hand soap, my deodorant, my shampoo, my hair gel, everything had fragrance. So I got a big cardboard box, I put all the products inside, and I said, I wonder if I don't use these for a week, if I'll see any changes in my so-called allergies. So within, within 48 hours, about two days, I saw an increased, um, I was able to sleep a little bit better. I was, my, my sleep, I was deeper sleeping. I was able to breathe through my nose a little bit clearer. My skin was clearing up a little bit. And I definitely, my vision was a little less hazy. And then within 72 hours, I had a complete 360. Like it was, it was like night and day. I was able to, uh, my inflammation and my skin went down. My head stopped itching. My, it was just, it was incredible. And I had, and since that day, about three years ago, I had, I never went back into Stanford for any of my medical treatments. I don't recommend that you do that, but, um, I did not need to go in for the medicine on my head and I didn't need to go in for the shots because I had, I had basically stopped poisoning myself and my home. I was just dousing myself in fragrance, like my perfume. It was in my air fresheners in my house, my cleaning supplies. It was in everything. And so from morning when I got up and I was waking up in my bed full of, you know, fragrance, I had a candle next to me. I had, you know, uh, fabric softener. And then to the Perfect. moment I went to sleep and I did my hair, my, my hair, I got out of the shower, I'd used a lotion, I'd use all this stuff. I was using these cosmetics that I bought, you know, a lot of them are really high ends. Like as a high end stylist, I had Chanel and YSL and Gucci and all these like really nice brands, as well as some of the regular drugstore brands I'd been using that my mom introduced me to back in, you know, the 80s. And so I was definitely just shocked to find out that the products in the United States are mostly unregulated. There hasn't been a law passed really since like the 30s, 1938. And it really just put this whole new perspective in my mind. And I became an advocate from that day because when I shared the first story on Facebook and went viral and I had a lot of messages and people saying, you know, well, what are you using now? Asking me what the alternative was. And I was 
I didn't have an answer. I just said, oh, I stopped using these products. I essentially went crunchy where you don't use really anything. I didn't wash my hair. I didn't like, I didn't have any deodorant. I was kind of stinky. Like I had no, I, I just wanted to do my own test. So um, about a month went by and I realized that I needed to take this to a bigger stage. And for me, the first step was creating a podcast. So I launched the Clean Beauty podcast in November. 2018 and I decided I wanted to interview other women other people that also may have had a health issue or created their own beauty products because of some of the outbreaks that they may have had whether it was eczema psoriasis um, you know flare-ups from different things or maybe they had cancer or maybe it was just a doctor that knew better that said hey I really want to create these or scientists I've kind of had a, a wide variety on my show and that grew into its own community and from there I launched clean beauty a clean beauty retreat where I had women come to learn even more and from the retreat we launched clean beauty con which is the basically essentially a, a in-person uh, and virtual event that is dedicated to um, highlighting founders that are in the clean beauty space that are clean that are green that you know green meaning sustainable clean just meaning safe like to me it, sh it shouldn't harm your body it shouldn't ever potentially give you cancer you shouldn't only be allowed to use a certain amount and you know beauty products don't have warning labels on them like alcohol and cigarettes do when a product like the johnson and johnson baby powder has given hundreds of thousands of people cancer and their ovarian uh in different regions um and has killed so many of them and they lost all these lawsuits you would think that the baby powder would need to have some sort of sticker that right. says you know do not use in your you know, do not use, uh, you know, this could cause cancer, just like just like cigarettes have that um, symbol, but we still don't have that. And it's been proven time and time again that things in cosmetics are bad. Phthalates, parabens, you know, theoxyethanol, like all these ingredients that are in all of our household products. And fragrance is that one thing that is a word that we understand and we think it's okay, but it houses up to 3,000 ingredients inside of it. And it was uh, back in the day introduced as a trade secret. So when a well-known company back in the day, um, a perfume company, let's let's just say Chanel, um, launched a new scent of, of perfume. They went to their board and said, we don't want to disclose these ingredients. If we do that, we're going to get copied and people are going to steal our scent. So they let them, the fragrance um, was introduced. The fragrance, um, they said, you can use this word. You don't have to disclose all the ingredients or how much. Just put this on the back and it'll be fine. And at first that was fine. But then companies realized that they could, it was a loophole, that they could put any ingredient that they didn't want to disclose on the back of a package inside that word. And that's still being used today, which is why I still don't know exactly what I'm allergic to because there's so many different chemicals inside that word. Some products 
make me break out more than others, right? Um, and so I just dis I just don't use them all together because I just can't trust uh, the companies that are using that word on the back of their packaging. I don't think there should be any secrets. And so my mission is until all beauty is clean. Like I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing and be an advocate and have these events and empower other women and enlighten people about clean beauty for as long as it takes until the laws are passed, until the cosmetics are cleaner. You know, we're way behind when you look at regulations, you know, the European Union, they ban over a thousand ingredients. Here they ban about 30 and formaldehyde is not is not included in that. Like there's still coal tar, there's dyes, there's all kinds of things that are harmful for human health, especially in large quantities. And it's not just from one product, it's when they're used together. So when you have this cocktail basically of you, you know, you brush your teeth, okay, there's one product, then you, you know, maybe wash your, wash your face, okay, there's another one, then you wash your hands, now you have that soap. And it's just this chemical buildup that can happen over time, which is kind of what happened to me, my body eventually gave up. Oh, my goodness. Well, that incident, I guess, um, first of all, it was a quick turnaround for you to, in what, about 72 hours, see a difference. And all of that has motivated you to what you are now. I mean, you did the Clean Beauty Con, which was um, recognized by Forbes magazine, and that's an amazing accomplishment. And I know you're you're doing a great job with your clean beauty products. Um, I saw something on the CassandraMcClure.com website called a lash binder. Can you tell my listeners what that is? Sure. So when I after I launched my show, I lost a lot of business because I had put on my website that I was only using clean products, and people still didn't really understand what that meant. And you know, the year before, I had forty weddings th- that summer, and wow. then the next year, I only had about three. So I lost a lot of my business because women would go on my website and say, what the heck is that? Like, I want, you know, these high-end products and this is what I want to use. And so um, it gave me some extra time and I started looking at, you know, what I really wanted out of my life, you know, and I had always wanted to create my own product. Um, I didn't think And I still don't think the world needs another lipstick because there's enough of those out there. So I wanted to create something that people needed. So I started thinking about all the weddings and all the fashion shows and all the models and celebrities that I'd ever worked with. And what were what were their complaints or their biggest questions when when I was with them? And it turned out that a lot of them had trouble with their eyelashes. So I started developing a product called Lash Binder. It is an applicator that makes it easier, faster, and safer than using tweezers or your fingers. And it's much more sanitary than using those as well. So it's designed with a soft silicon tip at the end. It holds the lashes, strip lashes, or individual in place while you apply them. And it also is the first tool to ever lie upside down while the glue is on the band of the lash to dry. So it's essentially hands-free. So it was a pretty, um, it was, we patented the design, we uh, trademarked it, did all the stuff back in uh, last March, 2019. And we launched 
uh, on Amazon and um, through our own website. And we got a call from Shark Tank, which was pretty cool, and asked us to go on. And they had no idea that I had just launched. I, they just thought that I had been around and they had found me. And I had gone through a lot of the process and it came to like the financials and they're like, okay, so, you know, what are your numbers? And I'm like, um, like a couple thousand dollars. They're like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, I just launched like this month. And they're like, oh, can you come back and like talk to us next year? And I was like, okay. Um, which was kind of interesting but you know it was funny because when we were developing it that was one of my they were on my mood my vision board like i was like i want to you know go pitch this to shark tank and it was cool that i actually got to sort of do that i started working and finding out about things as lash finder was growing one of the things was that chemo patients, uh, chemotherapy patients, the ones that are going through cancer, often lose their hair on their head and also the hair on their eyelashes and eyebrows. So I was asked to go into a cancer center over here in Mountain View, California, and an oncologist reached out and asked me if I could do a beauty class. And to me, this was another typical day at work. You know, I get calls from Amazon or Facebook or, you know, Google, and I go and I do a lot of corporate stuff. But this was a little bit different because she specifically asked me to bring my lash binder and my eyebrow tools. So when I went to the hospital, and I, and I set up everything and I looked around the room, I realized these women don't have any hair. And the oncologist wanted me to go there to give them eyelashes and show them how to use um, lash binder. And so, and I was thinking, oh, they don't want that. That's the last thing on their mind. But uh, it was really emotional. Some of them, you know, were you know, laughing, dancing, crying. Like they just said, oh, I feel normal. I can go to the store. I'm not like one of them said, oh, I feel like an alien. And it was, it, it I don't know. It really changed the way, you know, it was like, that's kind of why I started in beauty is to like empower women and, and give them that. So I, when they all came to, after I put on everyone's lashes, they're, they all pulled out their credit cards and I just felt like I didn't want to take their money. It just didn't feel right to me. So I decided to introduce a buy one, give one program where every time someone buys a lash binder, we're able to give one to a cancer patient and specifically a woman who's lost her lashes. And we also provide them the education surrounding how to use the tool if they need it as well. And um, it also helps to pay for our uh, sessions that we do at the hospitals. And we were just accepted into the gift shops at the cancer centers, a couple of them, and we're growing um, nationwide now in all the cancer centers and hope to um, be a light in a lot of these women's lives. And we were just invited to be in the chemo box. It's the first um, chemotherapy box for anyone going through chemo or radiation and lash binders in there. So we actually donated the product to go inside those kits um, that launched in March. And um, yeah, we're just excited to continue to grow. That's like my little baby. It'll always kind of be my you know, my first product. Um, since then, we launched lashes. We launched, you know, a full line and we have starter 
packs now. So if you know someone who might be interested in lashes, especially if they're young, you don't really want them using anything sharp near their eyes. This is, like I said, made with soft material. It has a box it comes with, and it also, um, we have safety scissors, uh, lashes, and glue that are, that's clean all in the pack together. So, um, we offer those on lashbinder.com. And I also saw that you um, have something called a clean beauty subscription box and um, that some of the boxes contain uh, products from black owned businesses. So I think that's, that is really great. Yes. Um, thank you so much for asking about that. I almost forgot. So we launched the clean beauty kit this month in July. And when everything happened with George Floyd, it really opened up my eyes because there was so many um, women in the beauty industry that were trying to say, hey, Black Lives Matter and all these women that are really underrepresented, women um, that are that are Black women of color, really just di- that aren't, aren't, especially just aren't white. Like they were set, putting out lists of all these woman-owned uh, Black beauty brands. So I started to reach out and and say, hey, like, is if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. Like, I have a podcast, I have a kit. Um, I'd love to include you in the in our subscription box. Let like send me your products. Um, I'll do a review. I'll share it on my Instagram. Like. Let me know, you know, I didn't know about your brand until now, but I think it's fantastic. And um, the word just spread like wildfire. And so this month we have four um, uh, black women from around the country that have beauty products that are in the kit. One has like a face mask. The other one has uh, a Bay Bakery. She has a, a body souffle. Um, just like really amazing, unique products that are clean with, you know, they're organic, they're vegan, they're like super amazing. And they they were, they were, they were even, you know, we even had those conversations. Like they didn't feel like they had a chance in this industry because it is saturated and they didn't have the PR. They didn't have the... The backing they didn't have the money to to do you know these huge campaigns so we waived all the fees we um we didn't charge them for really any of the uh kit inclusion or the, or the podcast features or anything i just wanted to kind of do what i could from where i was and empower them and it's been such a great experience so um if you are looking for a clean beauty kit basically they're monthly subscription boxes that are valued at about $250, but it's $49.99 that includes shipping and we ship them all over the U.S. and it features women-owned beauty brands that are made in the United States. So they're specifically, um, a lot of them are California-based, but um, they're, they're all over and it's just a really fun way to discover new products and it's a lifestyle kit. So it's not like you're going to get a bunch of lipstick or anything. Like we have face masks this month, just because of COVID. We have a sunscreen. We also have a hair, um, little jewelry hair band. We have, um, candles coming up in a, in a box soon. We have beverages. So we have kind of all the things that I really love, um, that I use every day. I really wanted to share with all of the women out there, especially struggling with COVID right now that really can't splurge on beauty products. I wanted to give them the opportunity to afford 
and experience these products no matter where they lived. Because if you don't live in a major city, you can't just walk into a beauty store and really now you can't anywhere and like test products, products, swatch them, like try them and see if they work for you. So the kit is a great way to discover new products full size, but um, that are really inclusive. I wanted to make sure the products don't just work for one skin tone, one skin type, one age group. I thought it was really important to incorporate you know, everyone, because as a makeup artist, I work with everybody. It's not just one type of person. So I thought it was important to really look at, okay, is this going to work on the lightest Asian skin and, you know, the darkest skin and then also age range, just like everything in between. And is this really going to work for everybody? And so um, we send them out to uh, our testers. We have ambassadors that we work with that test and approve the products with me. And it's been just a really fun thing to do during this um, really uncertain time. Well, I think it's, it's great. Not only are the products homegrown, but they're products for everyone. And I think that will definitely be something that my listeners can appreciate. All right, so where can people sign up for a subscription box or get a lash binder or any of the other products that you offer? And where can they connect with you on social media? Yeah, so um, any uh, all the sites, all the websites have their own uh, URL. So if you're looking to try the subscription, you can go to cleanbeautykit.com. If you're looking just for more information on me or any of the other things that I'm working on, um, including podcasts and all of that, you can go to my website is CassandraMcClure.com. And then there's LashBinder.com. You can also um, find the, the cons. So if you're looking to attend a virtual summit, maybe meet some founders, meet me, um, discover new brands and all of that, you can go to CleanBeautyCon.com. All right. Well, Cassandra, I appreciate you taking the time to do this two-on-one podcast edition of the Talk to Radio Show. And I wish you continued success on your quest to promote clean beauty. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to get this up on my website. You're awesome. And I'm glad we got to chat a little beforehand. And um, I'm rooting for you. I left you a review on your podcast. And I'm like, so excited to listen to the other interviewees. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Well, have a good day. Stay safe. And that's going to do it for this T2Q podcast. Go to TalkToQ.com and that way you can sign up for the email newsletter and be alerted to new shows as they come out. I'm on Twitter at TalkToQ and that's Talk, the number two Q. So I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast of T2Q and I'll see you next time.